Yeah, I'll just make sure the recording is on. Otherwise, we'll turn out like Red Bull before the last race, going all well and good, and then crashing out. Anyways, let's go. Hi, folks. Welcome to episode ten of the F1 Grid View, a whole new season, season two thousand twenty-two of this championship. And what a race we've had! Bahrain, first thoughts, Mihika. It was pretty eventful, I must say. Yes. Unexpected uh, end. I mean, I expected like, the winners, but yeah. Winners, yes, not the third place. Correct. Okay, so just to introduce you all again before I jump into this, uh, my name is Harsh Sangvi. Uh, that is with me, Mehika Shah, and we are Team F1 Grid View. Uh, and yeah, we we analyze the races. We we discuss the races if it's the first time in this new season. So uh, please like, share, subscribe. and yeah we will will be getting into this race in depth uh, just to give you all a, a general overview is the first race of the season in bahrain uh, it finished with uh, charles and carlos being one and two and lewis finishing third on the podium uh, mika what were your thoughts what happened where we we saw it together we were hosting and we were at an event and we saw the race together So we just saw the frenzy among everybody. What are your first takes on watching a race live for the first time with like with a ton of people like this? Not, not like I've seen it with a lot of people, but not as many. Correct. So, but it was fun. Yes. So, How? What were the reactions? What are your favorite takeaways from that? That too many people don't like Red Bull anymore. <laughs> you just have to win one championship and then. You just get pulled off the pedestal, like it's like Mercedes won so many years. They just don't don't want anybody to win consistently. Yeah, but like I don't want that ha- that to happen with Ferrari this season. I don't want it to be a very constant uh, season for them, so that the race winner is like decide the championship winner is decided very early on in the season. I don't want that. Fair. I don't think anybody wants that. Uh, but yeah, like Ferrari look really really strong. So let's start with. Uh, we before we get into qualifying also let's just start with uh, fp1 fp2 and fp3 where mclaren were really showing how bad they can get it's so bad for them i feel so bad it's been a disappointing weekend but it started really badly for them it just kept going worse and uh, getting into the free practices we did see that mercedes were not really sandbagging and they really did lack the pace that the red bull and the ferraris had And that clearly showed. So come Saturday afternoon. Sorry. Most of the it was something with most of the Mercedes engines. Yes, like, most of the Mercedes. McLaren was uh, not doing good. Williams was not doing good. Aston Martin suffered really badly. Yeah. And on the contrast, all the Ferrari teams did actually do pretty well. Uh, they started. They were showing strong pace through the free practice sessions also. So. Right. uh get cut to saturday afternoon uh, saturday evening uh, late evening late night in bahrain and we had the qualifying one uh started off pretty much as usual 20 cars we expected both the hasses to go out we expected the one of the williams to stay in one of the williams to stay out both the alphas to go out and that would be the top 5 eliminated but surprise surprise you had yuki I going was, out yeah it was uh, a very Different qualifying, I would say. Like yes. from the last season, what we have seen right okay. now, seeing such a qualifying was very different, especially after such a long break. Yeah, that's true. And I know you don't want to say it, but Yuki went out. So did Nico. 
Oh, Nico was uh, Nico Hulkenberg was back replacing Sebastian Vettel this time uh, because Seb, Seb had COVID. Uh, Stroll got eliminated. So did Latifi. And Mika, who finished P18 and got eliminated. Sorry, I just couldn't say it. The words were not coming out. Daniel. Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, I mean, he's had he's had a couple of bad uh, races last year as well. It's not that it was all smooth sailing for him yeah, last year. But he, this year, the car really looks bad. He takes time to adjust to new cars. He, he didn't have time in the second set testing because of COVID. So, True. it all came down to the three practices that they had. And Fair. McLaren didn't perform well during the practices as well. So, it was a very tough time, not just for Daniel, but for Lando as well. Yeah, the car really didn't do well. So, if you see, uh, I don't know if you how much you noticed in the race. They tried three different compounds in the race. They tried all the compounds they had. Not a lot of teams did that, but I think they did. They realized that this race is already gone from their hands. There was nothing they could do to savor it. So, they treated this race also as a test practice and tried getting all the compounds in, which I thought was a very smart thing to do. But... Uh, yeah, clearly this this kind of layout and this track and this this setup of this car is clearly not going to work for them, and they will have to think of better ways if they want yeah. to stay with the top. So, yeah. So you had these five going out in the first in the first round. Uh, Mick Schumacher and uh, Joe made it out of the Q Q three, uh, which is which is very impressive on his first run for Joe, and uh, and nobody expected. Uh, not a lot of people expected has to make it to a lot of Q2s, but uh, Mick did, and so did uh, Kevin. So he made it to Q1 as well. He did make it to Q1 as well. So you had Q2 coming up next, where you have Esteban Ocon getting out, Mick Schumacher, Norris, Albon, and Joe getting out of Q2. Uh, Nicholas Latifi is making out a habit of just being one upped by his teammate. Last year, it was George who. Kept, kept, uh, kept like beating him in the qualies, and this time it's Alex, and it's the first time Alex is also in the new car. So, I think Nicholas will have to step up if he wants to show how he has been the experienced driver in the team. Yeah. yeah. So Q1, what, 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 what transpired in Q1, Mika? Q1, the last two minutes were just amazing. Oh, they're always a mayhem. They're always a mayhem. Uh, like, I, I genuinely didn't think Charles would make it to be one, but he did. Yeah. So, the best part of me for me was uh, Alonso didn't have tires left, nor did Kevin and Gasly. So, those three did not come out for any rounds except at when there were two and a half minutes to go. They went out, took an out lap, and they just went for one qualifying session. And Kevin made it to P7 with that. Alonso made it to P8, and which is very impressive. Uh, it was really nice. It was really good, but a big it's, loser in it's this. Really good to see a good mix of most of the teams in the top. Correct. Even if uh, McLaren and Williams weren't there, but Correct. these are the teams you don't usually see coming to Q one. Yeah, and I but I think you're going to see a lot of them this year, repeatedly. Yeah, Haas looks really good. They look like, really good. Really prepared. They look really prepared. The Mazepin money served them well. Like, yeah, I hate to see they say that, but they have. Uh, one one big loser or the one somebody who lost quite big. I won't say big loser, but somebody who lost quite big. Uh, in the Q1 was uh, George Russell, instructed by the Ferrari team not to push too hard in his outlap, and that resulting him in not warming up his tires well enough to go for a quicker lap and finishing P9. And yeah. all the clips of last year 
where he said Bottas is Bottas is in a Mercedes and he should not be fighting for P9 resurfaced. And I mean, it's his first race in his new team, but hard and luck to George all, Russell. Uh, there were so many memes about Bottas being in a not as great car. Yep. And still being able to beat him. So yep. And still being in line with still. One of my favorite parts was when he went through with Lewis and he and Lewis waved at each other. Like, see you at the see you at the starting grid, right, right ahead yeah. and behind each other. Like, that was really good. For, that was really heartwarming. Uh, Max had a fantastic lap. He had a really good lap. Uh, Carlos said he struggled throughout the week, and if that is his Ferrari struggling at getting to P3, I can't even wait to see how better it's going to get for them because they really have a freak in their hands. It's going to be really good for Ferrari, no doubt. Yeah. So moving on to the race, uh, Charles did get P1 and did start. Still did did start. Uh, these were some of the sector timings that you had. Uh, not much to go from here, but these are the final final races, uh, final standings. Uh, we can move on to the next slide as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, something that you don't really see often had that happened in this race. Uh, lots of pit stops. We had yeah. three pit stops. We had four pit stops. I, I don't mean, know what is happening. I had people betting me like they are like you know what Mercedes is gonna do with one pit stop, and immediately like five minutes after that Mercedes goes into the second pit stop, and like soon enough they so, go into the third so, one as well. This year they have made the tires better. They made the tires harder and they made the tires stronger apparently, so that you can race without the grip. But the yeah, the degradation was just way too much this time because you see, you saw Lewis come out and he was on his fourth lap with the new tire, and I think the lap a the 18th or 19th lap, and he goes, yeah. "This tire is not going to last." I'm like, "Okay, Mercedes they will need two stops." Pit. Yeah, Mercedes pit too early. They pit too early, but I don't think that was a bad call. Seeing every everybody was yeah. going to do two or three stops, I think that was that a perfect a call that they made. But yeah, I was very shocked with the three stopper. Uh, but but yeah, I was this expecting is... them to move to a harder tire on the second one than a Correct. medium. Correct. Most of the teams did go for a medium tire. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this. So we'll come back to tires in the next slide because when we do discuss the tires, uh, Leclerc finishing P1, uh, just ahead of his uh, Ferrari teammate Carlos Sainz, Hamilton and Russell uh, finishing P3 and P4. Kevin Magnussen in a Haas P5, which is extremely strong showing from their Haas team. Uh, Valtteri Bottas in his first race for Alfa Romeo P6, followed by Ocon, Sonoda, Alonso, and Joe, the remaining point scorers for the race. Uh, Mick Schumacher just missing out at P11, uh, followed by Stroll, Albon, Ricardo, Norris, Latifi, and Hulkenberg, who finished the race. And the DNFs were Perez, Gasly, and Verstappen. The three a Red Bull powered train engine uh, racers not finishing the race. How was it? Just getting to lap 55, 56, and everything just going so well. Red Bull holding P3. Just see them, you know, it's just like the last lap. If it happened like five minutes later, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it was P3 and P4. P3 and P4, yeah. last lap for Perez exactly. and the lap before you for You're going to get Max. so many points and you end up with zero. Yeah, you end up behind McLaren because McLaren finished the races. Uh, yeah. Williams finished the race. So, yeah, it was it was quite it was quite shocking. 
I could see the groans from people in the uh, where the venue when we were watching the live screening, and just people getting so excited and shouting because they realized yeah. that Max is not going to so finish. Much. They were cheering. I don't understand. This is the, these are the same people last year who cheered when Lewis screwed up, and these are the same people who are cheering when Max screws up. I just don't think it's yeah. it's loyalty at this point. I just think they want new race winners every time, which is actually good for the sport as well. But I have a very strong feeling you're not going to see anybody other than these Ferraris at the top this year. I hope I'm proved wrong. I hope McLaren is listening somewhere and working. But let's see. Let's see what y'all can do. Let's see what y'all can do. Hamilton broke two records. Hamilton uh, did. He has podium in a row. Oh yeah, sixteen years in a row. That's a really good start. Two fifty uh, score points in two fifty races. Wow, those are some serious numbers. Those are some Kimi level numbers, but. 16 years the consistency is unreal and he's yeah. always been in a good car but you have to understand when he joined as a rookie the number of uh, number of years he's had been in the system was way higher yeah. than anybody so he did and not I mean, just get a good car we also know he did like people did compare why he would go from mclaren to mercedes because mercedes correct. wasn't that great at that point correct but, but he knew what he was but, getting into clearly but, What you don't realize is that Hamilton has made Mercedes better. Correct. Mercedes isn't just a good team; it has become better over time. Correct. You had uh, you had Michael Schumacher and you had Nico Rosberg, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't consistently even on the podium. So it was a midfield team, but yeah, they really changed up. They really stepped up at the last time. The rules and regulations we changed in F1. Were you expecting him to be on the podium? I was not. I was not. I thought he would be a good P five. I really thought yeah, it would I, stick with Perez and Perez, uh, stick with the two Ferraris and the two Red Bulls, followed by the two Mercedes, because they were clearly the third fastest. In any interview, he said after after the race, he knows they were the third fastest car. If if the Red Bulls didn't have the issue they had in the last race, in the I, last lap, they would have finished third and fourth. So I was not expecting. I I'm sure Lewis himself was not expecting getting on the podium, but somehow he just yeah. manages to get those points. What I also enjoyed was uh, when Bottas, uh, when Bottas and uh, Zhou overtook uh, Russell, oh, the yes. audience oh, yes. was going oh, yes. mad at that point. Oh yes, uh, just, I, I, there's like too much red love, hate. Just this love there's for much, uh, yeah. all the drivers who 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 lost their place. Uh, I really like it. Another thing I'm really like, I'm very 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 impressed with Zhou. he had a fantastic race he got points he he managed to do a really few overtakes he managed to keep up with the race leaders as well for a long time and i mean you get all the paid driver tag but he really showed his worth i felt he was yeah. not the um, mazepin of old or just a paid driver i mean like last year we used to see him in p80 and p90 i agree correct. there were like three uh, you know dnfs and a couple of others who were not performing that well But we also re- realize that he did drive well. Correct, he did. He did. The favorite thing, the favorite thing in the whole race for me was just Charles and Verstappen going lap after lap for that battle. Wow. Uh, Charles getting into turn one, going slower. There was some, there was some nice going, drama. There was some really nice drama, but there was really smart tactics from Charles because he did go. He went in really slowly. He into turn one. He knew Verstappen would overtake him. And if Verstappen overtook him, he would have DRS at turn four, 
and he would go swooping past Verstappen, and that continued for almost two laps till Verstappen understood what was going on, and he himself tried to slow down to see if he could he if he could uh, get DRS and overtake Charles at turn four. But at that point, Charles had just taken off. So some really good tactics by Ferrari there. Uh, I don't yeah. know if Charles Charles did that just at this at the spot because he did he did see Red Bull coming in his mirrors and just slowing down, making sure you 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 are ahead when that when it matters before the DRS. And that was fantastic. That was some really really good work. Uh, what do you feel about uh, Lewis Hamilton after losing last year because of the uh, whole controversy? What do you feel about him leading in the championship by fifteen points from Max Verstappen? Oh, he's never done that. Last year, he's never had that 15-point lead. He started this season off quite well. Uh, Max has not had a lot of DNFs last year. I mean, when he's had DNFs at Baku or something like that. Uh, it was something uh, very serious. Yeah, there was something serious. But when he, no, when he had a DNF, I was saying, yeah. uh, Lewis also did score points. So, it was not like it was affecting him. Uh, when it did at Silverstone, he had a good enough lead that he had built up at, at, uh, right. at, at Austria, at the Red Bull ring also. So, he didn't need that so when he did get zero points and when Lewis did end up winning the British Grand Prix, it didn't affect him as much and he never had. But since it's his first race and Lewis has got a 15-point jump start, which has not happened last year. So I am actually very proud of that. Uh, yeah, I am not rooting for Lewis this year. I'm, I'm Ferrari all the way, like the colors obviously. But uh, yeah, it won't be bad to see Lewis fight again. I have a very strong feeling if Lewis does end up winning this championship this year, this is the last we see of him. I don't I'm making this call right now. I don't think he'll win, but if he does, we're not seeing him next year for sure. That's highly possible. Yeah. Another thing that is very, very uh, serious is Mercedes have not done well as an engine engine team at all. We'll come back to that later. Sorry, we'll just we'll we'll discuss. So, New regulations, 18-inch uh, tires. They are much, much, much heavier than the uh, last uh, than the tires before. And one team who didn't have didn't do very well in the pit stops last year was McLaren. And it's good to see them. They've 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 had the fastest pit stops. So for uh, McLaren, Ferrari, Alpine, Williams, and other McLaren. Really Sorry, Mercedes yeah. had some really bad pit stops yesterday. I think they're still getting used to the used to the fact that the tires are much heavier. Uh, they weren't. They weren't. I think ready, or they. I'm sure they've been practicing a lot with the tires. But in the race, when the pressure is on, it's a little more difficult. I'm sure. But the the heavier tires did make a difference. I think uh, you didn't see any under two pit stops that was so regular, especially by the Red Bulls. So yeah. I think I think that I think these timings will improve as the season goes on. But good to see McLaren at the top for at least in something, okay. some positive, some positive yeah. out of this. This is very interesting to me. I we've always had this stat, but it never interests me as much as it has this time because we've had three or four, uh, three three pit stops, and everybody's tried almost every set of tire. They've had some new tires. They've had some used tires. Uh, the only two shocking things to me was uh, the two McLarens going into the going into the race with with mediums, and both of them were immediately at the back of the pack at P18 and P20 as the race started. So clearly showed that was not the right strategy call, and uh, I think they were trying to go longer on those tires and maybe make up ground that yeah. way. But but really the degradation was as severe that I don't think it 
it affected anybody and everybody had to come for three stops and their engines not performing as well also you know added yeah. up to it yeah so uh, all in all it was not a very successful race i think i think it's good that we have so many pit stops there are more chances of people actually messing it up there are more overtakes coming yeah. out there were, there were there are there are people who are pushing on their outlap and um, like i just you could hear max so annoyed that he was not he was told to take it easy on his outlap and not push and charles yeah. overtook him and he said i am never doing that again and to see him get annoyed because he also find a figure that this race was slipping out of his hand and the only chance he had was pushing in the outlap but if he pushed too hard the tires would the not tires last till the end he would have to get a fourth pit stop and obviously red bull did not want that so and he yeah. was visibly upset so yeah that that was that was this is a very interesting chart i feel in this particular uh, race yes sorry moving on you have anything more you wanted to add about pit stops sorry no nothing else such wow okay, that's a, that's have? a lead and a half that is a lead and a half of ferrari what do you think about haas being p3 <laughs> i, I love mean, it i mean i love it p10 all season last year more or less of course they were only at p10 they had zero yeah, points they didn't score them. a point yeah so like how did you feel about them honestly i am extremely happy seeing uh, gunther just jump and smile and not using those f bombs and just those forking forking things coming out it was just really 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 sweet i feel uh, there's this video they put up on twitter with of uh, kevin magnusson's daughter in the in the car and it is so sweet just this whole vibe at haas has changed over the last two weeks and feels so good and you can you can clearly see the support and the people rooting for them uh i just love yeah. it i just love it and they scored more points in these two year in these two hours than they did in the last three years combined i feel and that is fantastic so yeah and you were telling me the stat right that they've scored more points than alpha tauri aston martin williams red bull and mclaren put together that just seems unreal right now but i hope that i am very hopeful that this continues for them and i hope they do get a, they do have a strong show it's really good to see them up so yeah. oh i was told to make bold predictions for the season of course. one of, of my prediction is haas on the podium I don't think that's bold anymore. If they are P three year, yeah. I don't I mean, think that's bold that enough. So the prediction happens. I will make a bold prediction. Happened. I will make a bold prediction. McLaren yeah. on the podium. Now that is bold at this point. My, my prediction. So I had to make three of them. One of them is two shoes, which I don't know how that will happen now. Two shoes. I mean, that just seems difficult unless somebody else starts doing shoes. so if somebody else starts doing shoes i could see that happening but daniel uh, let's see like it looks really difficult but of course it's yeah. race one and they will keep developing the cars so i am hoping that the mclaren does get stronger so yeah let's hope I mean, let's hope it does i mean we just see daniel go like he started off pretty bad last year Correct. but he did end up getting a podium he, he get, oh, yes. ended up getting you know getting a victory so yeah it's just daniel takes time to adjust the cars Even, but the if, car has to be up to the mark too, for him to. If, if they can work on the engines, they can yeah. surely, you know, by the time the season ends, they can work on it. That's true. That's And the first race, there are still twenty-one races. Yep, yep, yep. Let's hope. Let's hope. Moving on.
Ferrari is 44. That's a lead and a half. That is that is some impressive lead. I am okay. I'm just gonna like be happy with it. I'm saying I'm I am grabbing Ferrari this year. But yeah, they do seem very strong. Like I don't think some people are gonna get close. Uh, Mercedes does keep improving a lot through the year. So does Red Bull. And this is really unfortunate for Red Bull that they ended up this time. But let's just hope they have competition this year. Otherwise, they're going to run away with the championship. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. Especially after the results we've had last year. I mean, last year was really good because there was action till the last minute. Correct. And I feel with more and more people getting into F1, it's going to be difficult to hold them in if, you know, like yeah. most of the people right now who are watching are because, watching because of Drive to Survive. Like and last year's person, finale. Yeah, so every new person that I meet, it's either I started watching from the Abu Dhabi race or it's because I started watching Drive to Survive. So this and race like, was actually pretty well because it had a lot of ups and downs for a new fan also. Like just seeing yeah. the two Red Bulls crash out at the end. So maybe a couple of races like the 2020 races where you see one team like just Ferrari dominating like Mercedes and going over running over the title is not going to keep those fans in. So yeah, yeah exactly. this is very important. So, so this is very important. I get what you're saying. They've gotten into it with the drama. Correct. So you need something to keep them back. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Moving on. Okay. Sorry, the next slide. Uh, yeah, this was something very interesting. These are all engine manufacturers and where they finished at. And average position. So Ferrari at a very high 5.8, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh, Renault at 8. I mean, Renault has two cars, has, has just one car in Alpine. So Mercedes was really, really bad at 11.75. You don't expect that from from um, for an engine that is won seven constructors in a row. And... Red Bull having three DNFs and one uh, one finish in the points with Yuki. So their average position also being pretty low at 16.5. So Ferrari is is just absolutely has got something just correct this year. Uh, they're doing pretty well themselves. Haas is doing amazingly well and so is Alpha. So three Ferrari teams are really rocking it. Yeah. This is a very interesting stat from our friend at Stats Guru. Uh, Sundaraman pulled this up and I, we, so yeah, go ahead, Mika, take it away. Okay, so now one thing I want to point out this is Ferrari's stats. But if you see in the past 10 years, the person who has won the race, only four out of those 10 years, like someone else hasn't, you know, won the championship like in the past Correct. six years whoever came first like whoever started the whoever won the opening race came second that's true so, and i i just i just think that's that's true because i for some reason i want carlos to win the championship and not charles i'm gonna get a lot of hate for, for saying this but i just no, i mean hope it's carlos. Out there as well. yeah that's true but the Charles fans yeah, so are just either way you mean it's going to be Ferrari the championship. I don't see anything else happening. I'm really sorry. I, it's yeah, I, To me right now, it's very point, clear. Yeah, at this point, when we see the other cars, this is the only yeah. car that we can see performing as good as a Formula 1 car that we've been seeing in the past few years. That's true. 
let's hope let's hope let's hope let's hope let's hope let's hope uh, yeah so ferrari is actually doing pretty well uh, moving on to our last slide uh, so this is pretty interesting because i wanted to see the the changes that happened and if you if you look towards the end and you'll see a lot of you'll see where a lot of uh, them finished uh, charles was at zero one of the biggest winners was yuki started at 16 finishing at 8 which is very very impressive uh, alonso lost one spot mustapen and perez obviously had a very bad uh, had a very bad race the mclarens uh, moved up like daniel actually moved up uh, lance actually did pretty well himself uh, but other than that it was it was a pretty lackluster race george russell obviously in a stronger car but had a very bad qualifying so moved up five places but i won't actually give him too much credit for that because it's actually a faster car so yeah and we did see red bull come down so low that's true that's true so me cuz anything to sorry no so i'm just saying that if red bull didn't come so low he yeah. would have ended up like at least p6 p7 yeah for sure p6 and those comments about bottas finishing p9 <laughs> back to it yep so yeah but it's a different year it's a different car they aren't as consistent or as strong as they were so Yeah. You see that over the season. Yeah, we will. They will get improving. I'm sure. Mika, anything last things to add before we get into our final part of the episode, which is the rating the drivers. Anything you wanted to add? Let's get to that. Starting from Pierre Gasly. Uh, good race. Good qualifying. He was into in the points before his engine, like he said, became a barbecue. Uh, just just got on fire and at the exact same place where Rome Roman. had the whole incident himself uh yeah so that was a little scary but what do you think how 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 do you rate him out of 10 i think he did a pretty good job like for since we uh, like uh, rate them over the weekend yep we do not counting the race his weekend was pretty good i would yeah. say he started p10 the... he started he did he did qualify p10 yeah and if you go to see all the good cars didn't most of them yeah yeah so i would give that to him yeah so i think a good 6 7 i think six a 7 yeah 6 yeah. and a 7 max no fault of his own i don't think there was any thing he did particularly wrong yeah uh, just just this engine in his car gave up on him uh hona krishan hona did say in the later in the interview that the driving the steering wheel issues he was having was because when they pit him and the car goes back on the floor it actually hit the ground harder and that wire did become off loose so that was causing him an issue for him to drive and then obviously the engine just gave up i think a solid 8 so yeah 8 and a half for the overall weekend yeah perez so jo perez started p4 same in, same issues i think a solid 8 year too like not not when much to when yeah. he could Yeah, he did well. He held a he held his P4 yeah. for the longest time till the last lap itself. Uh, I think an eight 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 is eight is good. Yeah. Nico had a lackluster race. Not much to say or talk about. Uh, a four, a four five. and a half, five, four. Yeah. Similarly yeah. with Latifi also, four, okay. three and a half, four, th- four, five. Like nothing, nothing major to show. 
Lando Collins. NF, he would have ended yeah. up finishing P twenty. Yeah. Lando Norris. Lando. I don't think there's much to say about Lando and Daniel. Because <laughs> I don't know whether I should blame them or the car. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, they did. They didn't have a very good weekend, so I'm just gonna give them an average of five and just move on from there, because yeah. it's, it's it's just sad at this point for the for McLaren. And I'm sure they will get stronger because that's how that's how strong the team is and Andrea's title is. But let's hope they just get keep getting better through the season. Alex Albon qualified P14, finishes P13. Uh, Shows the car is better. He's out-qualified Latifi, so maybe five points yeah. for that. I think I'll give him a six. Yeah, that's true. Um, that six is a six is a good figure. I feel for him. Because uh, like Mercedes engine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Lance also qualified P nineteen. Had a good lag. Was somewhere in the between. Had a couple of good pit stops. Good overtakes. Finished P twelve. uh i think that's a, that was a good race for him considering they didn't qualify well enough uh 6 points 6 seven yeah 6 six, six and a half seven mick mick schumacher mick schumacher had a good race i, I think i don't want to give him an eight for you know coming out of field, like finally getting into q3 he did get into q2 he, he did he, yeah sorry i went q2 He did, but he's got into Q two last year with that shitty car also. So yeah, he did last. Year. I think I'm giving him a seven just because there's a lot of scope of improvement, and I'm sure he will. He so, can, but I mean the way these guys are rooting for Kevin Rear, I just want to see them root that way for Mick also because yeah. he's had a rough year last year. He did does deserve this redemption. Uh, Joe was extremely good. I I was really impressed with the kid. Uh, for a rookie to get these points, to follow the car, follow the cars he was following, to just keep keep at it, I have a solid date. I have a yeah, I have a solid date for him. Really yeah. Uh, Fernando had a good weekend himself, and not a good weekend, but an average weekend. He's he did pretty well. Uh, yeah. Fernando, Yuki, Ocon, not much to show about, not much to do. Seven, seven and a half. I feel uh, they did pretty well. Uh, Valtteri had a fantastic qualifying. Uh, I want to give him a eight and a half. I think a nine in that car. That showing is a nine. I mean, Kevin's nine a ten. Is... Let's just move on. Kevin's a ten. Let's just move on. Like George... coming back after a year and a half, just killing it in this race. Absolutely yeah, surreal. Amazing. Like this does look like it, they've just won the Grand Prix, doesn't it? Like. This is this yeah. is how good it is for I mean, for Haas. P five is as good for Haas in the past three years. Yeah, I'm sure he can get a better board this time. So with that, with this sponsorship, he'll end up on a podium. He will. He will. He will. Fingers crossed for that. Uh, Russell had a bad qualifying. <laughs> Russell had a bad qualifying, but he didn't make it up in the race. Um, the car was strong enough for him to help him to get to P four. Yeah, I think a seven, seven and a half. With a lot of scope and improvement, Lewis. Lewis Hamilton. How does he find himself in these situations where he just ends up on the podium? Uh, a solid nine for me. Not really a nine. Sorry, a eight and a half. Eight, eight. and a half. Eight. Yeah. Eight, eight and a half. Because I yeah. mean, if Red Bull didn't mess up, he wouldn't have been on the podium. Correct, and they didn't qualify that well either. So. Yeah. Uh, Carlos. Uh, 
I still don't understand. I still don't understand how he keeps saying that he felt he was not up to the mark. He said he just he said it was his toughest race he's ever had because he was fighting the car. He was not getting up to speed of the car, but still finishing P three in the qualifying and P two in the race. I think that's a solid nine, and that only shows he's going to improve and improve and improve. So my money is yeah. on Carlos for the championship. Just I'm, very I'm early really predictions. Very early predictions, but yeah, Carlos, uh, Charles, 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 Charles. That was a solid race. It's a clear ten. He didn't put his foot wrong. He just went for it. It was, it was a beautiful wow. race. He was. He showed me like I had my doubts why he was always preferred over Vettel as the as the golden boy going ahead. And right. like Verstappen showed us a couple of since a couple of years that Red Bull did make a choice leaving. Uh, a proven race winner in Daniel behind and going with this young rookie in Max Verstappen that Ferrari has something on their hands which is really special with Charles I feel yeah yeah so that's it folks that's it from this episode of the F1 Grid View we will see you next week with reviewing the Jera Grand Prix uh, make our thoughts on the Jera one I'm really excited it's a high speed yeah exactly yeah, I'm a little worried I'm just excited about the crashes that will happen, and the I should crashes, The crashes are a little scary. Yeah, so is the Mercedes. Being crashes yeah. being so is so is the Mercedes car, which is which would looked very strong last year at this point, but uh, yeah, you never know. So let's hope we do get a stronger race, and let's hope we do have a fantastic result there, and we hope cars improve. Let's hope we hope a good year. McLaren improves. We are going to have a fantastic year without even without us even hoping for it. I'm sure. So yeah, that's it, folks. Bye bye, bye bye. Bye bye from bye. me and Mika right here. Bye bye.